The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Baseball. This game is being brought to you by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. And by the Shout Brothers Farms. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of Ultimate Sports Talk. Now let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Doylestown, Ohio, Chippewa High School. I'm Dave Mitchell on Ultimate Sports Talk, and this afternoon we have got one of the best rivalries in the Wayne County Athletic League for you baseball-wise coming into this season. The Doylestown Chippewa Chips come into this afternoon's ball game with a record of 9 and 2. They sit atop first place in the Wayne County Athletic League with a record of 5 and 1, and they'll be taking on the visiting Waynedale Golden Bears. The Bears on the season have a record of 7 and 3 overall, and they're a half game behind the Chips at 4 and 1 in the Wayne County Athletic League. You've got enough storylines in this one to last practically the entire broadcast, which could be about three hours. The recent history between these two clubs over the past year is you probably couldn't write a novel and get away with it, or a movie script and get away with it. Of course, the Ron Fuller call last year at, at Waynedale when Dakota Fincham had caught a ball up against the fence that looked like it had won the ball game for Waynedale, and then they ended up losing it in extra innings 9-4. to four. The fight that happened over here, Weaver against five Chippewa chip players, and all of them were suspended. The tourney spiking against Dalton, and then there's the Matt Hathaway debacle, which led to Ben Himes becoming a first-year head coach over here at Chippewa. Both teams are coming off of doubleheaders on Saturday. Waynedale split at Woodridge, losing the first game, but winning the second, each by five to four scores. Junior Steven Spidell notched the win for Waynedale. Chippewa swept a doubleheader from Tusla Saturday, 7 nothing and 10-5. to five. And the chip bats are now starting to produce runs. They are scoring 36 runs in the last five ball games. Today, you've got a lefty against a righty. Greg Zarodnik will be going for the chips this afternoon. Meanwhile, Evan Reidenbaugh, the righty, will be going for the Waynedale Golden Bears. We're going to get this one underway early. We'll be back to check out the starting lineups, the batting orders, and we'll get this one underway when we return to Chippewa after this timeout. OHSAA Commissioner Dr. Dan Ross on safe driving. Car crashes are the leading cause of fatality among teens 15 to 18 in our country. We all need to do our part to help reduce accidents that are due to distracted driving and texting while driving. Parents and coaches, please set the rules for when it's appropriate for your kids to use a cell phone. We want to see all of you at the next ballgame. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Well, as I said, we're going to get this one away underway earlier than anticipated. We were supposed to get underway at 5 o'clock, but 
looks like we're going to get underway a little bit earlier. Let's take a look at what's going on. First of all, around Waynedale High School, congratulations out to Sammy Ice for breaking the school record in the 100 hurdles on Saturday with a time of 15.7 seconds. And then Sammy went out and won the girls' pole vault after a jump-off with Orville's Alex Eby. Ice cleared the bar at 11 feet. In girls' softball action on Saturday, the Lady Bears split a doubleheader at Eurixville, running their overall record to 6-6 six and six on the year. They won against Newcomerstown 11-3. Kendall Lloyd went 5-5 five for five in that game with two doubles. Megan Onstutz got the win. Then the Bears dropped the first game, though, to Claymont 5-1. to one. The Bears had only three hits and committed four errors. Morgan Wiss was the losing pitcher in that game. For the Bears this week, they're playing at Chippewa today. And then they'll play at home against the Chips tomorrow. They'll be at Northwestern on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, which is a makeup game. And then they host Springfield on Thursday. Let's take a look at the batting order this afternoon. First of all, for the visiting Waynedale Golden Bears, they will start out at the leadoff spot. Nick Strasbaugh playing shortstop this afternoon. Ryan Weaver will be in the second spot of the batting order. He's in center field today, batting second. Evan Reidenbaugh is the pitcher. He will bat third. Shane Weaver, the cleanup man. He's at first base, number 12. Aaron Spidell will bat fifth and catch. Colton Purdy will be at second base today, but the DH for him will be Steven Spidell, so Spidell will be batting sixth. Then comes Marcus Schlebaugh batting seventh and third. Manny Camacho is in left batting eighth, and Jarrett Wanzek will be in right field batting ninth. So once again, for Justin McDowell's Waynedale Golden Bears, it's Strassball, Weaver, and Rydenbaugh, the top three. The middle three has Weaver, Spidell, and Steven Spidell. And then the bottom three will have Marcus Schlebaugh, Manny Camacho, and Jarrett Wanzek. Greg Zarodnik is the lefty on the mound, number 33 for the Chips. He beat the Golden Bears last year, although they did beat him up pretty well in the first game. They had a 4-1 to lead going into that seventh inning and couldn't hang on to it, thanks in part to that call by Ron Fuller on a pop foul that would have been the final out of the game that Dakota Fincham clearly secured over near the fence, but Ron Fuller saw it bouncing off of the fence, and the Bears ended up losing that game 9-4. to in eight innings. Strasbaugh will step into the batter's box, set to get this one underway this afternoon. Glad to have you along here on Ultimate Sports Talk. On the year, Nick Strasbaugh in nine games, batting 323 on the year, 10 hits and 31 at bats. Right-handed batter, and he'll take the first pitch, high and outside ball one, and we're underway. 78 degrees on this one. We'll check the defense for the chips right after this pitch. Strasbaugh ahead in the count, 1-0. And the pitch is outside, ball two. For the chips around the defense, Suso's in left, Bennett in center, Bailey in right. Suso will be at third base. It's Ellis at short, Sales at second, Harrell at first. Brown behind the plate, Zorodnik on the mound with the 2-0 pitch. Throws that one outside again, ball three. So the count to the leadoff man for the Bears is now 3-0. And Ryan Weaver is on deck for the Bears. Weaver in center field today. He's a left-handed batter. Zorodnik pawing around the mound. Now steps up on top of the rubber under the wind. And the 3-0 pitch is taken over at the letters. Called strike. And the count is now 3-1. and Strasbaugh, he's the straw that stirs the drink. Takes that one outside. Ball four. So Nick... Gets on via the walk to lead off the ball game. On the year, Strasbaugh, 7 of 9, stealing bases. So you can bet that he'll have the attention of Zorodnik on the mound. 
Stepping into the plate now is Ryan Weaver. Weaver, the left-handed center fielder today, the sophomore, batting 261 on the year. He's got five RBIs on the season. Zorodnik comes set, checks Strasbaugh, he holds, and the pitch is taken over the inside corner by Weaver for a strike. 0-1 the count. Zorodnik has stayed mainly with his fastball throughout the first six pitches of this game. And a throw over to first base, Strasbaugh back easily. Third baseman, Suso, in close at third, expecting a bunt out of Weaver. And there's the bunt dropped down the third baseline, but foul. And it will be be retrieved by Evan Reidenbaugh. Good crowd here this afternoon, and it is just a gorgeous day for baseball. We got this one underway about 15 minutes early this afternoon. No lights here at Chippewa, so they want to make sure they get this one in. 0-2 the count to Weaver. Strasbaugh holding it first, and the pitch is swung on and missed. Strike three. So Zorodnik fouls, follows up the walk to Strasbaugh with a strikeout of Weaver. And it brings to the plate Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh, the pitcher today, the righty, batting 467 on the year, leading the team in RBIs with nine on the season. Throw to first base, Strasbaugh back easily. Reidenbaugh changing the batting order today. They've moved him up to number three. There's a curveball that hangs outside. And the count is 1-0 now to Reidenbaugh. Zorodnik comes set. Checks Strasbaugh over to first base. There he goes. The pitch is swung on and lined out into center field. Coming over is Bennett to grab it. And retreating and going back to first base is Strasbaugh. So Justin McDowell had the hit and run on. And Reidenbaugh lined it out to center field for an out. So there are two outs away. Strasbaugh still at first base, and it brings up Shane Weaver, the cleanup hitter. Weaver on the year, batting 333. He's got nine hits and 27 at-bats. And that pitch is in the dirt, a curveball. Nice stop by Luke Brown behind the plate, the junior. I was impressed with Brown last year as a catcher, as a sophomore. He's hit a lot better this year, but he's... Also done a nice job, according to Ben Himes, behind the plate. Strasbaugh holds the first. Swung on, lined into center field for a base hit. Bennett will come in and grab it, and Strasbaugh will hold on at second base. So Weaver gets the first hit of the ball game, a single to center field, and that puts Strasbaugh over at second base. The runners at first and second, and it brings up Aaron Spidell to the plate. Spidell has moved from the outfield to catcher this year. He's batting four fifty-five. Nine RBIs on the year, 15 hits. That leads the team in 33 at-bats. And he's got an RBI situation here for the Bears. Spidell, the right-handed hitter. Zorodnik with runners at first and second. Checks the runners, and this pitch is swung on and grounded to shortstop. Picked up by Ellis. He'll throw across in time, and Zorodnik pitches out of the inning. So for the Bears, they get no runs on one hit. They leave two men on. And at the end of a half inning of play, your score here from Chippewa, it is Waynedale nothing and the Chips coming to bat. Hi, I'm Clark Kellogg. Have you ever thought about what makes high school sports so great? High school sports are great because of our coaches who not only teach the game, but also teach lifelong skills like hard work, teamwork, sportsmanship, and citizenship. High school sports are great because they keep things in the proper perspective. 
It's great to strive to be the best and to try to win, but high school sports also strive to develop the best students, the best teammates, and the best leaders of tomorrow. High school sports are great because they are truly about community, bringing students, parents, and alumni together the way only a sporting event can. The privilege of participating in high school sports is one of the most exciting experiences of a young person's life. So please show your support because high school sports are great. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Bears scoreless in the top of the first inning, and they will face this batting order for the chips. Jerry Bennett will lead it off in center field. Luke Brown, the catcher, batted second. P.J. Sousa will be at third base, batting third. Zach Bailey is in right field, batting fourth. Then comes Trent Harrell, the first baseman, batting fifth. Drew Ellis, the shortstop, will bat sixth. Ray Sales is seventh at second base. James Hoogland will be batting in spot of Greg Zorodnik at D.H. And Vince Suso is in left field batting ninth. So it's Bennett, Brown, and Suso for the chips, the top three. Bailey, Harrell, and Ellis, the middle three. Sales, Hugland, and Suso are the bottom three in the batting order. Your pitcher this afternoon is Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh in the year, two wins, one loss, a 1.20 ERA in three appearances this year. Reidenbaugh has given up 11 hits in 11 and two-thirds innings, seven runs, two of them earned, 16 walks, but 18 strikeouts on the season. Reidenbaugh, the right-hander, on the mound, finishing up his warm-ups. We'll be doing both of the games today, of course, and tomorrow from Waynedale. We'll be bringing you that ball game also as the Bears taking on the Chips in this big two-game set, battle for first place. Right now, the Chips have a record of 5-1 5-1 and one in the conference. The Bears are a half a game behind at 4-1, and one, and that's because they haven't played Dalton twice. Now, that game is supposed to be made up on Thursday. We are scheduled to bring you that game also from over at Dalton, but if you look at the forecast, that's the only day this week that it looks like it's going to rain. And that would make, if that one is has to be rescheduled, that'll make the fourth time that they've had to reschedule that Dalton game. Riding ball on the mound, set to go. Jerry Bennett will lead it off. Against the Bears last year, he was 3-for-11 playing center field. He's moving into that leadoff position this season for the first time. Last year, he batted second. Reidenbaugh into the wind, and the first pitch is swung on and missed by Bennett. 0-1 the count. We're located out in left center field behind the left center field fence, and Manny Camacho, the left fielder, is right between me and the batter. So this one ought to be... Interesting. Reidenbaugh, fastball. Over the outside corner for a called strike, and the count now is 0-2. Luke Brown is on deck for the chips under first-year coach Ben Himes. Probably get into that a little bit more later on. And that pitch is a curveball down low that Reidenbaugh threw into the dirt. Nice stop by Aaron Spidell. We talked earlier about Spidell moving to the catching position. He was one of the best defensive outfielders around the conference last year. He'd play in left, and then when Reidenbaugh pitched, he'd be in center. This year, he moved to catcher. And the pitch is swung on and popped foul over the first base dugout. Not a play by Bennett. And the count stays 0-2. So our broadcast schedule this week has the Chips game tomorrow at Waynedale, Thursday at Dalton. 
Friday we're off, and then Saturday we'll be doing the doubleheader from Munson Stadium against Strasburg. That starts at 4. That pitch is swung on and fouled straight back by Bennett. So he's spoiling some pitches here by Rydenbaugh. The count stays at 0-2. Defensively for the Bears, Schleybaugh is at third, Strasbaugh at short, Purdy at second, Weaver is at first. In right, Wanzik, Weaver in center, Camacho in left, Spidell behind the plate, and Rydenbaugh the 0-2. Curve ball, check swing by Bennett, and he holds up just in time as that pitch goes outside. So the count is now 1-2 and two to the leadoff man for the chips, Jerry Bennett. And the pitch is swung on and popped out into right field. Wanzik giving chase, but it's going to go foul and out of play over near the fence down the right field side. Wanzik gave chase, so did Weaver. And the count stays one and two to Jerry Bennett. He had three hits in 11 at-bats against the Bears last year. He also hit a stellar on the season 3.55 1 and 2 the count riding ball into the line fastball swung on and flied out to right field Jarrett Wanzik hardly even has to move he camps underneath it and grabs it for the first out of the ball game for the Bears so Bennett flies out to center one away and that brings up Luke Brown Brown had two hits last year against the Bears and 10 at-bats, but those two hits were doubles that drove in four runs. Right-handed batter, the catcher, a junior. Riding ball with one away. Infielding playing him straight up, and he swings on that one, flies it out to left field deep, and it is gone. Brown got a hold of a high fastball about belt high and drilled it over the left field fence and the chips on the home run. By Luke Brown, now lead it by a score of one to nothing. Riding ball went with the fastball and just hung it a little bit too high, and Luke Brown deposited it into the left field, over the left field fence, and it is one to nothing. Chippewa on top of it, and it brings up P.J. Suso to the plate. Boy, Brown really got a hold of that one and drove it. Camacho gave chase in left field, but. It was well past the left field fence. So riding ball will have to shake it off. Chips up on top of it. One to nothing. And it brings to the plate P.J. Suso. The third baseman last year, right-handed hitter. He was 3 for 12 against the Bears. And he swings and lines that one out to right field. Going back is Ryan Weaver, and he's going to grab it on the run in right center field. And so there's two away. But the last two batters have really stung the baseball. Rydenbaugh, after that first at-bat to Bennett, is not fooling the next two hitters in Luke Brown and Suso. And that brings up to the plate the cleanup man, Zach Bailey, in right field this year. Last year he played first base. Bailey, a left-handed hitter. Bats clean up. He was 4 of for 11 against the Bears last year, and he takes that first pitch down low, ball one. One or no the count. And the wind and the 1-0 pitch is swung on and grounded, lined right in, back to the mound. Picking it up is Rydenbaugh, flips it over to first base in time, and that'll do it for the chips in the inning. But 
They get one big run on the home run by Luke Brown. On one hit, no errors, nobody left on base. And your score at the end of one, it's the Chips one and the Bears nothing. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, the home run by Luke Brown puts the chips up on top of a one nothing as we head into the top half of the second inning. Steven Spidell will be the hitter for the Bears. He's the DH today. And Steven on the season batting 188 on the year. Right-handed batter, and he takes that pitch over at the knees for a called strike. 1-0, the, or 0-1 the count. And the pitch is swung on and fouled straight back. And the count now is 0-2. Marcus Schleybaugh is on deck for the Bears, and then comes Monty Camacho. Brandon Giles, the first base coach for the Bears, and Justin McDowell, the head coach for the Bears in his second year, and the third base coach's box. That pitch is swung on and lined to right field, coming over as Bailey makes a dive, and he grabs it for the out. Nice play by Bailey out in right field to come in and grab it with a left-handed glove and went to his knees after he caught it. For the first out of the inning. So one away and it'll bring up Schleybaugh to the plate. Marcus on the year playing third base. He'll be pitching tomorrow. He's batting 259 on the season. Seven hits in 27 at bats and he takes that pitch down low. One and oh the count. Schleybaugh pitched extremely well against these chips last year. and He'll get the ball tomorrow with that pitch and he takes it over at the belt for a called strike. One ball, one strike, the count. Grass is high in the outfield here, and that pitch is a curveball by Zorodnik. Taken outside by Schleybaugh, two and one. Anything hit on the ground to the outfield, it's going to be tough to get a double. Now, if you get a liner up the, ga- up the gap, then you could probably get one, but on the ground, it's going to be tough to pick up any speed. That pitch is outside to Schleybaugh, and the count now three and one. Three balls, one strike to count. Schleybaugh from the right side. Zorodnik, the one-out pitch to the plate, is a called strike at the knees. And the count now full at three and two. And the wind in the pitch by the lefty. Swung on and missed by Schleybaugh. Foul tipped into the glove, the umpire says, and that'll do it for Schleybaugh. Second strike out of the ball game. For Zorodnik, and it brings up Manny Camacho with two outs. Camacho on the year, batting 143 on the season, right-handed batter, and he's had a couple of tough luck losses as a pitcher this year. And he takes that first pitch outside, ball one. Camacho lost on Saturday 
and then lost the beginning game of the year against Canton Central Catholic in a tough luck loss where the Bears only got four hits in the ball game. That pitch is outside, and the count now 2-0. and Camacho levels the aluminum, and the 2-0 pitch is over at the knees, a curveball by Zorodnik, and it makes it two balls, one strike. Jarrett Wanzek is on deck for the Bears, and then comes the top of the batting order. And the 2-1 swung on and missed by Manny, and the count is 2-2. Two and two. Manny steps out of the batter's box, now steps back in. Zorodnik, not wasting any time, deals the 2-2 pitch to the plate. That pitch is a curveball called strike three over the outside corner. So for the Bears, three up, three down, nothing across. And as we go to the bottom of the second, it's Chippewa one and the Bears nothing. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Now going into the bottom of the second inning, Chips lead at one nothing, and they send up their power hitter, Trent Harrell. Harrell takes the first pitch from Rydenbaugh here in the bottom of the second, down low, ball one. Harrell was two for seven last year against the Bears, but he had five walks in three ball games. That pitch is upstairs, ball two. These two teams played three games last year, and this one's shaping up to be just like the other three last year. Very close encounters. Rydenbaugh, the 2-0 pitch to Trent Harrell. He swings on, grounds it right back to the mound. Rydenbaugh picks it up between the mound and first base, flips it over to Weaver in time. So there's one away here in the second inning, and it brings up Drew Ellis. Ellis, the shortstop. Ellis, right-handed batter. Last season, 2-for-10 against the Bears, but he had three runs scored. And last year he batted second. He's been dropped in the batting order this year to sixth. And the wind by Rydenbaugh on the pitch. He's got some good pop on that fastball, but that one hangs upstairs, ball one. Rydenbaugh's got the fastball, the curveball, and he throws a knuckler on occasion. And the 1-0 pitch, that one's a curveball down in the dirt. Nice scoop by Aaron Spidell. And the count now is 2-0. and Infield playing deep. 
for Ellis. Ray Sales is on deck. And the pitch is a curveball down low and outside. Nice backhanded stop by Spidell, and the count goes 3-0. Ben Himes has definitely put his signature on this Chippewa team. He's changed the batting order and changed some positions that were played last year. 3-0 pitch to Ellis. That's a curveball over at the knees. Ball is called strike. So the count moves to 3-1. and one. Ellis is still playing short, but, for example, Sales last year was playing left field. Now he's playing second. 3-1 pitch to the plate. Upstairs, above the letters, ball four. First walk given up in the game by Rydenbaugh. Matter of fact, he's only given up the one hit. But that's the 17th walk this season by Evan on the mound, and it brings up Ray Sales. Sales, right-handed batter, peering out at Rydenbaugh with Ellis at first base. And the wind in the pitch is up high, evidently, ball one. Sales last year, two for ten against the Bears. Reidenbach comes set, Ellis holds, switch, swung on, and fouled straight back and out of play. So Sales evens the count at one and one. Of course, this Chippewa team after the fight last year. We'll get to that here in a second. 1-1 pitch to Sales. Swung on. Fouled straight back again and out of play. And the count is 1-2. and two. Five players were suspended off Chippewa. Shane Weaver was suspended for the Bears. and The Chips, going into the tournament, needed to get two games in for that two-game suspension for the players being kicked out of the game. So they quickly... Scheduled two quick games. That pitch by Sales grounded into left field for a base hit. Off the end of the bat, Camacho comes in and gets it in in a hurry. And the Chips have runners at first and second with one man down on the second hit of the ball game. This one by Ray Sales. Now Ellis goes to second, and it brings up James Huglin. Huglin, right-handed batter. He did not play against the Bears last year. Drew Conyers, he hurried up and scheduled a couple of games so they could have those five players serve their suspension before the tournament game, which is allowed by the OHSAA. That pitch is a fastball over the outside corner by Rydenball. Owen won the count to Hugland. On deck, the number nine hitter, Vince Suso. Hugland, the DH today for Zorodnik. Runner at second is Ellis. Runner at first is Sales. Coming set is Rydenbaugh. The pitch is swung on and missed. And the count now is 0-2 to Huglin. One down, runners at first and second. Strasbaugh bouncing back and forth between the shortstop position and behind the bag. The 0-2 pitch, Rydenbaugh comes set. And the pitch to Huglin. Curveball called strike three at the knees. So Huglin goes down looking. First strikeout of the afternoon for Evan Rydenbaugh. Two down, and it brings up the number nine man in the batting order, Vince Suso. Suso, the left fielder, batted 333 last year, and that's exactly what he did against the Bears, three for nine. But now he comes up with two outs, a one nothing lead, and runners at first and second, and that pitch is taken upstairs, ball one, a fastball. 
Riding ball works on his own timetable, takes his time out in the mound, and then sometimes he speeds things up. Evan, out of the stretch. Comes to the set, checks the runners at first and second, and the 1-0 pitch is swung on and grounded wide of third and foul. And out of play, and the count is even at 1-1. One and one. Leadoff man Jerry Bennett is on deck, and you know Reidenbaugh does not want to face Bennett with runners in scoring position. Reidenbaugh peers in for the sign from Aaron Spidell. Comes set, checks the runners, and the 1-1 pitch swung on and grounded past the glove of Purdy at second base and into center field. Rounding second and coming home to score is Ellis, and holding at second is Ray Sales, so a seeing-eye single by Vince Sousa to center field, and the Chips now lead it by a score of 2 to nothing. And they still have runners at first and second, and it brings up the top of the order, and Jerry Bennett. Bennett, his first time up, fly to center field. Right-handed batter. Now Sales is at second. And Suso is at first base. Reidenbaugh comes set. The two-out pitch swung on and grounded to short. Bobbled by Strasbaugh. He'll pick it up, gun it over to first base, and it is just in time to get the speedy Jerry Bennett. But in the inning for Chippewa, they score one run on two base hits. They leave two men on and no Waynedale errors. Your score heading into the third inning it is Chippewa 2, Waynedale nothing. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that, nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning, nicely. Now the broth, it's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Jarrett Wanzik will lead it off for the Bears, and he takes the first pitch check swing up high, but he went too far, says the umpire, 0 1 the count. Wanzik will lead it off for the Bears here in the top of the third inning, then comes the top of the order, Strasbaugh, and then Weaver. That pitch is a curve ball inside and low, ball one. 1 and 1 the count. Indians are off tonight. Reds are playing Colorado. 1 and 1 the count, swung on and lined foul over the first base dugout and out of play. And the count is now 1-2. and two. Mark Donahue and I will be on at 9 o'clock tonight with the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Bears down on this one 2 nothing with here in the third inning. And the pitch is swung on and missed a high offering from Zorodnik. And Wanzik strikes out. 
That's four Ks in the ball game so far now for Zerodnik, and it brings up the top of the order. And Nick Strasbaugh. Nick walked his last time up. On the year. Strasbaugh. That was his third walk of the season, and that pitch is a curveball that hangs just above the letters. Ball one. One and oh the count to the righty. Ryan Weaver is on deck. And the 1-0 pitch from the lefty, Zerodnik, taken upstairs again by Strasbaugh. 2-0. Just like he did the first time up, it's apparent that Ben Hines is not going to let Nick Strasbaugh beat him today. 2-0 chips with the lead here in the top of the third. That pitch is a fastball downstairs. And the count now 3-0. Nick has seen seven pitches today, only one strike. 3-0 and the count now to the leadoff man for the Bears. Zrodnik into the wind, and the pitch is upstairs, ball four. For, so for the second time this afternoon, Nick Strasball walks. He's at first base, and it brings up Ryan Weaver to the plate. Now, the last time Weaver came up, Justin McDowell put the bunt on on the very first pitch. Strasball will be held by Trent Harrell at first base. Seven for nine in the stolen base category, and that pitch is a fastball taken inside by Weaver. He checked his swing just in time, and the count is 1-0. and Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck for the Bears. Strasbaugh getting the lead off of first base. He's holding, and the pitch to the plate is upstairs, ball two. And Zrodnik right now peering in at the home plate umpire, and Luke Brown's going to take a stroll out to the mound. Meanwhile, Ben Himes... He's going to throw a ball back to the umpire and may have a couple of words for him. I don't think Zerodnik right now likes the strike zone that the home plate umpire is giving him. It's a 2-0 count now to Ryan Weaver. And now the base umpire is going to come in and dust off the mound, but that's just an excuse to say something to Zerodnik. So Zerodnik will step back on top of the mound. 2-0 the count to Weaver. Let's see what McDowell has going here. Strasbaugh gets the lead off first, and Zerodnik will just lob a throw over to first base. Nick back in time. One down, one on, two nothing, third inning. Chips on top. There goes Strasbaugh. Pitches and taking a strike. Throw down to second base by Brown. Not in time as Strasbaugh slides in ahead of the tag. So Nick with the stolen base. Weaver took the strike at the knees, and the count now is 2-1. and one. Still one down. Zrodnik now checking Strasbaugh at second base, and the 2-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on and tapped over behind the bag. Picked up by the shortstop Ellis, third of first base, in time to get Weaver, but taking third on the play is Nick Strasbaugh. So the Bears now have their first real scoring opportunity as Weaver... Grounds to short, but advances the runner, Strasbaugh, to third, and it brings up the number three hitter, Evan Reidenbaugh, with a chance for the Bears to cut this lead in half. Reidenbaugh, the right-hander, flied to center on a line drive shot that Bennett came in and grabbed, and he takes that first pitch, a called strike at the belt. 0-1 the count. Strasbaugh at third, playing even with the bag as the third baseman... Third baseman Suso. Zerodnik will come set. 
and the 0-1. Swung on and grounded to short. Ellis comes in on two bounces, picks it up, throws the first high throw, and it is not in t- Is it in time? Yes, it is in time to get Rydenbaugh. So the chips get out of the inning. Strasbaugh is stranded at third. Your score heading into the bottom of the third. It's Chippewa 2, Waynedale nothing. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Former Ohio State and NFL quarterback Bobby Hoyne. Growing up in Ohio, the lessons I learned through sports not only helped take me to the Ohio State University and the NFL, but they also apply every day in my career after sports. Lessons that build character, discipline, sportsmanship, and teamwork are what remain long after your playing days are over. Through Interscholastic Athletics, OHSAA member schools help kids build a foundation for a lifetime of success. This message brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Well, the Bears had an opportunity to score a run, but they couldn't get the run home from third with two outs. And it's 2-0 as we head to the bottom of the third inning. For Chippewa, they will bring up to the plate Luke Brown, who homered his first time up, then Suso, and Zach Bailey. So the two, three, and four hitters coming up for Ben Himes' Chippewa Chips. Chips on top of the conference right now by a half game, and that half game is the game that the Bears have not made up yet with Dalton. Chips are 5-1 and one in the conference. Bears are 4-1. and one. A win here today would catapult the Bears into first place. Reidenbaugh out toiling for his third inning against Luke Brown, and that first pitch is a fastball inside, ball one. Last time, Luke Brown deposited the first pitch that he saw from Reidenbaugh over the left field stands for a home run. That pitch is lined into left field. Camacho comes in, slips, falls down, hits that tall grass. He's going to pick it up between his position and out near the fence and running into second base with a double is Luke Brown. So Brown, over the last two years, has picked up a home run and three doubles against the Bears. And he's standing at second base with nobody down here in this third inning of play, and it brings to the plate P.J. Suso. Suso flied to center his last time up. Reidenbaugh checks checks at second. And the pitch is grounded to short. Picked up by Strasbaugh. He's going to throw on the run to first base. And it's in time. And let's see what the run. Strasbaugh actually tried to tag Brown going back to the bag at second base. Brown was yelling for interference, but he was off the bag. And Strasbaugh had every right to go after him. And then Strasbaugh flipped the throw over to first base, holding Brown at second, but getting Suso at first. So there's one away. And it brings up Zach Bailey, the left-hander. Bailey bounced back to the mound his last time up, so he's 0 for 1. Brown is still at second. Strasbaugh playing a game behind him, and that first pitch is down low to the left-hander, ball 1. Bailey was really a thorn in the Bears' sides last year. He was 4 for 11 on the year against Waynedale. And he's ahead in the count here, 1 and 0. Reidenbaugh comes set, and the pitch. Fastball low and outside. Throw back down to second base. 
and not in time as Brown just got back in time. And Strasbaugh, talking to the umpire, he thinks they got him. Boy, that was a nice dart by Spidell from behind the plate down to second base, and Brown just got back in time. But the count is now 2-0 to Zach Bailey. On deck, Trent Harrell. Boy, that was close. Rydenbaugh peers in. Comes set. And the pitch to the plate. Down low and outside, and the count now is 3-0. and To Zach Bailey. First base is open. Nobody down here in the third inning of play. Chip's already on top of it, 2-0. Rydenbaugh comes set. Checks Brown at second. The 3-0 pitch, fastball at the knees over the heart of the plate, 3-1. and one. Bailey, the only left-handed hitter in the lineup today for the Chips. Rydenbaugh will come set. And the 3-1 pitch to the plate. That's high and outside, ball four. Not sure if that was intentional or not, but I don't think Rydenbaugh gave Bailey anything good to hit in that at-bat to bring up the right-hander, Trent Harrell. So now you've got righty against righty. Harrell bounced back to the mound his first time up. He walked five times against the Bears last year, but he also struck out five times. Rydenbaugh comes set. Runners now at first and second for the chips, and that pitch is swung on and popped foul and out of play straight back. Boy, he timed up that fastball offering from Rydenbaugh, but just got underneath it and fouled it straight back. Owen won the count. Drew Ellis is on deck. Harrell. Steps back into the batter's box, and the 0-1 pitch. The curveball in the dirt gets by Spidell. He's going to pick it up, throw down to third base. Not in time. He gets by the third baseman, Slaybaugh. Picking it up is Strasbaugh. He's going to throw home, and it is in time to get Luke Brown heading home. Good heads-up play by Strasbaugh. He got the ball over near the dugout and threw home, and they got Brown taking the, trying to get the play at home. So Brown is cut down trying to score at home plate on 6-2 if you're scoring at home. And Zach Bailey went all the way around to third base. So he's at third, but there is one down, or check that, two down now. And it brings to the plate. Harrell is still at the plate. One and One and one the count. Nice heads-up play by Strasbaugh to back it up over near the bag at third. And that pitch is swung on and fouled straight back again by Harrell. One and two the count. One ball, two strikes. There's two down here in this third inning of play. Boy, if Reidenbach could get this out, that would be a big out. He's working out of the wind. And the pitch to the plate swung on and missed. Strike three. So Reidenbaugh strikes out Harrell, gets out of the inning. In the inning for the Chips, they get no runs on one base hit, and they leave one man on, no Waynedale errors. We head to the fourth. Your score, Chippewa 2, Waynedale nothing. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. 
Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, your three-inning totals here heading into the top of the fourth inning for Waynedale. They've got no runs on one hit. They've left three men on base and no errors. And for Chippewa, they've got two runs on four hits. They've left three men on base also, and they've committed no errors. Two-nothing. Chippewa on top of it as we head into the fourth inning of play. And leading it off for the Bears is the cleanup man, Shane Weaver. Then comes Aaron Spidell and Steven Spidell. Zorodnik, the left-hander on the mound. He's been in trouble a couple of times in the first three innings, but he's managed to pitch out of it, and that's because he hasn't given Nick Strasbaugh anything good to hit so far today. And Strasbaugh has walked twice but has not been able to come around to score. Weaver, single to center his last time up, and, of course, he was the subject of being spiked at first base last year, which caused all the turmoil and all the controversy throughout the tournament for Chippewa. And that pitch is a called strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. I don't think Sheen cared too much for the call, but 0-1 it is. And the next pitch is down. That's a called strike also. 0-2 the count over the outside corner. Weaver, the 0-2 pitch, takes that one outside. Zrodnik did what any good pitcher would do. He got the first pitch over the outside corner called strike. Second one also, so he just went out a little bit further. And the count now is 1-2. and two. Into the wind, and the pitch to Weaver is swung on and grounded to third. Picked up by Suso, and the throw across high again, but Harrell goes up and grabs it. And Weaver is out at first base. So one down here in the fourth inning of play, and it brings up Aaron Spidell. These two teams will play again tomorrow. That'll be over at Waynedale. And we hope to see you there. Game time supposed to be at 5 o'clock, but if it's anything like today, it could start about 15 minutes early. So get there anytime after 4.30, we may start. One away, and Aaron Spidell swings and grounds that one to short. Picked up on the hop by Ellis. Throw across in time again. So Zorodnik making quick work of the Bears here in the fourth inning of play. Two up, two down, and it brings up Steven Spidell. Steven, flight out to right field his last time up on a nice diving catch by Zach Bailey. And the first pitch to Steven is swung on and grounded to second. Picked up by the second baseman, Ray Sales. Had to wait for Trent Harrell to get over there and throws it to him in time to get Steven Spidell. And for the Bears... They have three up, three down, nothing across. We head to the bottom of the fourth, and your score is still Chippewa 2, Waynedale nothing. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with Virtual Wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtualwallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. 
In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch Quality Stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Well, the Bears are down 2 nothing as we head into the bottom of the fourth inning. Bears have only had one hit in this baseball game. Chippewas garnered four against Evan Reidenbaugh, and they will send to the plate here in the bottom of the fourth, Drew Ellis. Then comes Ray Sales and the D.H. James Huglin. Evan Reidenbaugh going out there for his fourth inning of work. He just pitched out of a jam in that third inning. Luke Brown led off with a double. Then was almost picked off of second base as P.J. Suso grounded to short. And then as Zach Bailey walked, then Trent Harrell, a pass ball that just got behind Aaron Spidell, but he picked it up through at the third. He got away from Schleyball, but a great heads-up play by Nick Strasbaugh to back it up, throw to home, and they got Luke Brown coming home to score, and then Reidenbaugh got out of the inning by striking out Harrell. So it's the six, seven, and eight hitters now for Chippewa. Drew Ellis walked and came around to score his last time up in the second inning. He leads it off here in the bottom of the fourth, and Reidenbaugh delivers the first pitch, swung on, and fly ball out to center field. Going back is Ryan Weaver. He's got a beat on it and grabs it for the first out of the inning. Weaver doing a good job out in center field, and just in general in the outfield this year for the Bears. And he grabs the first out of the inning and brings up Ray Sales, who's one for one, a base hit to left field was last time up. Sales, right-handed batter. Schleyball playing even with the bag at third. And the pitch is swung on and popped foul behind home plate. Spidell got a late start on it and then sees it just crawl right over the top of the backstop and out of play. 0-1 the count. That is the toughest play for a catcher is that pop foul directly above you or right behind you. It is hard to draw a bead on it. Spidell didn't see it until late, but by that time, it had already gone behind the backstop. 0-1 the count to Sales, one down. And the pitch to the plate is a curveball over the outside corner. Great pitch, 0-2. Hugland on deck. Sales down in the count, 0-2. Riding ball into the wind, and the 0-2 swung on and tapped the second base. Purdy comes in, grabs it on the dirt. He'll throw to first base, and it's not in time. Boy, it just took forever for that ball to get to Purdy, and Colton couldn't get in on it quick enough. And Sales, speedy down the line, beat it with a head-first slide. So give Sales an infield single. Be awful tough to give Purdy an error on that play. He just could not get to the ball in time as it was tapped off the end of the bat. So there's one down, runner at first base in Sales, and it brings up James Huglin. Huglin struck out looking his last time up. On deck is Vince Suso. Huglin squares the bunt, and now Reidenbaugh steps off the back of the rubber. And it sends Sales back to first base. Schleybaugh in close at third. 
Reidenbach comes set. There goes Sales. Pitch is swung and fouled off of the... Now they're going to say it hit him. I thought I heard the bat, but evidently it wasn't, and it's going to hit Hugland. And that'll put runners at first and second. So a hit batsman, Hugland, gets hit by the pitch. Puts runners at first and second, one down, and it brings up the number nine man in Vince Suso. Suso got a base hit to center his last time up. So he is one for one. On deck the top of the order, Jerry Bennett. Reidenbach comes set, checks the runners at first and second. Pitch swung on and missed on a curveball in the dirt by Suso. Owen won the count. Our next broadcast game will be tomorrow night from Waynedale High School. These two teams meet up again. I think Mike Martin is going for the chips. And it will be Marcus Schlebaugh going for the Bears. Fly ball, left field, going over into foul territory is Manny Camacho. And he could not get there in time as it fell just foul down the left field line. And the count now to Suso is 0-2. So Mike Martin will go for the chips, and it's Marcus Schlebaugh for the Bears tomorrow afternoon. Sometime between 4.30 and 5 o'clock. Reidenbaugh ahead in the count 0-2 to Suso. Bennett on deck. Reidenbaugh comes set, checks the runners, and the pitch swung on it. High chopper to first base. Weaver's going to pick it up, throw over to Reidenbaugh, and it'll be in time to get the runner at first base. But the other runners advance to second and third. So Suso... Is out at first. Three to one. But Hugland takes second and sales goes to third. So two down now with runners at second and third. And it brings up Jerry Bennett. And you know, as now Justin McDowell is going to take the slow walk to the mound. I don't think he's going to pull Rydenbaugh right now. But you wouldn't think that he would intentionally walk Bennett to get the bases loaded to face Luke Brown, who's two for two today with a home run in the first inning and a double in the last inning. But right now, McDowell out talking over the options with Evan Reidenbaugh at the mound. Don't forget, coming up tonight at 9 o'clock is the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show. Mark Donahue and I will be on to talk about the Cleveland Indians, who are off tonight, and the Cincinnati Reds, who are playing Colorado. And the conference at the mound breaks up. And let's see what Justin McDowell has decided to do with Luke Brown. Reidenbaugh is going to work out of the wind with runners at second and third. Check that Jerry Bennett is up to the plate. Excuse me. See what he's going to do here with Jerry Bennett. Bennett 0 for 2. Flied to center. Grounded to short. Reidenbaugh out of the wind. And the pitch is taken down low, gets away from Spidell, coming home to score. And the play is Sales, and advancing to third is Hugland. So the Chips get a cheap run on the wild pitch, and now they've got a runner at third. Still two outs, and now it's 3 nothing Chippewa. Runner at third base now is Hugland, and Bennett ahead in the count. 1-0 here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Ride ball into the wind, and the pitch to the plate. The 1-0 is at the knees, called strike a fastball. 1-1 one one the count.
Bennett, one and one the count. Ball chopped to third, picked up by Schlebaugh. The throw across is not in time. And the fourth run of the game scored as Hugland comes home to score. And Bennett beats it out on an infield single to third base. This is very reminiscent of the tournament game where the Chips just bled the Bears to death in that game with infield singles and walks. And it's 4 nothing Chippewa, and Bennett is at first base with Luke Brown, who's 2 for 2, coming up to the plate. Brown with a homer and a double in his two at-bats. Two down, and the pitch to the plate. Down low and outside, ball one. That's actually the first pitch that Brown has actually, has taken in this game. The first pitch he saw his first at bat was a home run. The next pitch was the double. That pitch, backhanded, getting behind Spidell and taking second on the pass ball this time will be Bennett. So now runner at second base and Jerry Bennett. So in two infield singles, a hit batsman, a pass ball, a wild pitch, and the chips have two runs. And they haven't hit anything to the outfield yet. Reidenbaugh comes set. And the pitch. Called strike a curveball at the knees. And the count is now two balls, one strike to Luke Brown. P.J. Suso is on deck. Reidenbaugh comes set. And the pitch to the plate. In tight. Backs Brown off the plate, and the count goes 3-1 and one to Luke Brown. First base is empty. Runner at second is Jerry Bennett. Coming set is Reidenbaugh. And the pitch to the plate, down low. Nice scoop by Aaron Spidell, ball four. So Luke Brown walks. That's the second check at the third walk of the ball game given up by Evan Reidenbaugh. Runners at first and second, and it brings up P.J. Suso, who's 0 for 2. And he takes that pitch low and outside, ball one. So suddenly, Evan has lost the location of home plate. Suso ahead in the count, 1 and 0. On deck to clean up man, Zach Bailey. Runners still at first and second. Chips lead at 4 nothing. Coming set is Reidenbaugh. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and fly ball left field. Camacho draws a beat on it. He's over in left field. And he grabs it for the third out of the inning. So Suso flies to left, but in the inning for the Chips. They get two runs on two little infield singles. And they leave two men on base. And your score heading into the fifth inning of play. It is Chippewa 2, or Chippewa 4, excuse me, Waynedale nothing. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. 
Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, it's 4 nothing as we head into the fifth inning of play here from Chippewa High School in Doylestown. And the Bears will send up the bottom three in the batting order. It'll be Marcus Schleybaugh, Manny Camacho, and Jarrett Wanzik. Bears have had just one hit in the ballgame. That was a single to center field by Shane Weaver. They've had three men on. Weaver was one and Strasbaugh twice on walks. But that's where we're at. 4 nothing. Chips on top of it. As we head to the fifth, and the Bears got to piece together some hits here this afternoon to get back into this one. Schleybaugh, 0 for 1 on the afternoon. He struck out his last time up, and he takes that pitch outside, ball one. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate, swung on and grounded wide of third into left field for a base hit. Bears have their second hit of the ball game, and for Schleybaugh, his first of the afternoon. So the Bears have a runner at first base, nobody down, down 4 nothing against Greg Zarodnik, and it brings up Manny Camacho. Camacho struck out looking his last time up. He came into the ball game batting 143. Right-handed batter. Wanzik is on deck, and then the top of the order in Nick Strasbaugh. Zarodnik comes set, checks Straybaugh, and the pitch is at the knees, a called strike. Owen won the count to Manning. Zorodnik comes set. Checks Schleybaugh at first base. He's holding, and the pitch is swung on and missed a curveball. Camacho now down in the count, 0-2. Now Camacho's going to back out of the batter's box and try to collect his thoughts. Manny back into the batter's box. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate. Swung on and fouled over the... First base dugout and out of play down the right field side. No balls, two strikes, the count to Camacho. Wanzik on deck. Camacho from the right side. A check of Schleybaugh. He's holding. And the pitch is swung on and fouled again down the right field side and out of play. So the count remains 0-2. Bears could use another hit here, or at least another base runner. That would bring up Wanzik and then the top of the order. Coming set, Zorodnik peering in for the sign from Luke Brown. Check Schleybaugh at first base. And the pitch hit Camacho in the lower back. So Camacho is hit by the pitch. So that gives the Bears for the first time today. Two base runners on at the same time. They've got nobody down. Camacho at first, Schleybaugh at second, and Wanzik comes up. Wanzik struck out swinging his last time up. Nick Strasbaugh is on deck, and let's see if Justin McDowell decides to lay down a bunt here with runners at first and second. Chippewa is expecting a bunt, but Wanzik doesn't show it and takes a strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. 
Chippewa playing in at the corners. Suso even with the bag at third. Zorodnik, the 0-1 pitch to Wanzik, swung on, fly ball out into right center field. Heading over is Bennett. He's going to grab it out in right center field and get it back to the infield, and the Bears will hold the runners at first and second. So Wanzik flies out to center. One away, and it brings up the top of the order to Nick Strasbaugh, who's been up twice, walked both times. Nick, now let's see if Chip Wad decides to give him something to hit because they have not given him anything to hit the first two times up. Strasbaugh with Weaver on deck, and the pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. 0-1 the count to Nick Strasbaugh here in the fifth. Runners at first and second. Schleybaugh at second. Camacho at first. One down. That pitch swung on and lined down left field line. Fair ball. It'll fall into the left field side. Schleybaugh's going to round third and come home to score. Holding at second base is Camacho. So Strasbaugh comes up with a base hit. And the Bears are on the scoreboard at 4-1. to one. Big RBI single there by Nick Strasbaugh, scoring Marcus Schleybaugh and holding at second base was Manny Camacho. For Strasbaugh in the year, that was his seventh RBI of the season. And Ryan Weaver comes up with one down. Runner still at first and second. And now Ben Himes is going to come out and have a chat with his pitcher, Greg Zorodnik. This is the first time that Zorodnik has really been in trouble. The only other time was when he walked Strasbaugh in the first inning to lead off the game, and then in the third inning he walked him also, but there was one man down then. And now the Bears have runners at first and second. Strasbaugh at first and Camacho at second, so they've got a lot of speed on the base paths. And Ryan Weaver is up with Evan Reidenbaugh on deck. Still one down, and it's a 4-1 to one ball game. Chippewa on top of it. Ryan Weaver can make it very interesting here with a base hit. Zorodnik comes set. Checks the runners at first and second. Weaver squares to bunt. Pops it out in front of the plate. Brown, did he get it? No, he did not get it. And now hung up between second and third is Camacho because he had to wait to see if Brown caught the ball. And he ended up being thrown out at third base. So the force play was evident at third base. Brown didn't catch the pop fly. So runners are still at first and second as Camacho thrown out at third on the force. Two men down. Strasbaugh is at second. Weaver is at first. And Evan Reidenbaugh comes up to the plate. Evan takes the first pitch over but low. Ball one. Reidenbaugh 0 for 2 in the ball game. Flied to center and grounded to short. Weaver is on deck. Bears down 4 to 1, but there are two down now here in the fifth. Reidenbaugh gets the offering from Zrodnik. Swung on. Lined out into center field. And coming in is Bennett. He's got it. And that'll do it for the Bears here in the fifth inning of play. And as we head to the bottom of the fifth for the Bears, they got one run on one base hit. And they leave two men on. Your score heading into the bottom of the fifth. It's Chippewa 4 and Waynedale 1. 
Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, one of the keys to winning baseball games is after you score in an inning, shut down the other team right away and get back up to the plate. So that's what Evan Reidenbaugh is going to try to do here for the Bears. They scored a run in the bottom of the top of the fifth inning, and they're down now 4-1 to one, heading into the bottom of the fifth. And for Chippewa, it'll be Zach Bailey, Trent Harrell, and Drew Ellis, the middle three in the batting order. Zach Bailey is grounded to the mound and walked. He's the only left-handed hitter in the lineup today for the Chips against the right-hander Evan Reidenbaugh. And Evan delivers the first pitch outside and low ball one. So Bailey, 0 for 1 in the game. And that pitch is swung on and grounded to first base. Weaver comes wide of the bag, flips it over to Reidenbaugh, covering the bag in time for the first out of the inning. So Bailey is out to lead off the inning, and it brings up Trent Harrell. Harrell, big right-handed hitter, is 0 for 2. Struck out, grounded to the mound. Rydenbaugh trying to set the chips down here in this inning without scoring, and that pitch is swung on and missed on a curveball from Rydenbaugh. 0 and 1 the count. Drew Ellis is on deck. Bears have two more whacks at Zorodnik to get back into this one, down 4-1. to one. That pitch is outside and low, ball one. Harrell, even in the count, one ball, one strike. And the 1-1 delivery from Reidenbaugh is outside and low. He has not gotten that pitch called a strike all afternoon. 2-1 and one the count. He can't seem to figure out the outside corner strike zone by the home plate umpire today. The 2-1 pitch to Harrell. Swung on and grounded past Strasball into left field for a base hit. Camacho will come in and get it in back into the infield. And Harrell has his first hit of the afternoon. And he's on at first base. And it brings to the plate Drew Ellis. Drew Ellis has walked and scored and flied to center. So he's 0-1 this afternoon. Harrell. Now they're going to pinch run for Harrell. And that looks like number seven, Bromley. Bromley is the runner at first base for Harrell.
can't really tell if that's number seven or number five at first base, but I think it's Bromley, number seven. So he's the pinch runner for Harrell, and Harrell will re-enter the ball game, but this is an important run. So Bromley gets the lead off of first base. Riding ball will come set. Squaring to Bonazellis. Now he pulls the bat back, lines it out into left field. Camacho comes in, grabs it chest high for the second out of the inning. And check that, it is Henniger. Henniger is the runner at first base. That's number five. As he turned his back completely to me, and I got the chance to see the number that time. So there are two down on the fly out to left field. Nice play by Manny Camacho out and left. And it brings up Ray Sales. Sales is two for two. A base hit to left field and an infield single to second. And he's got a run scored. Rydenbaugh swung on by Sales. Fly ball out to right field. Jarrett Wanzik moves to his right. Camps underneath it. And he's got it. So the Bears needed a scoreless inning out of Chippewa. And they got it. No runs on one base hit. Chippewa leaves one man on. No errors by the Bears. We head to the sixth. It is four to one. Chippewa. Steps Den on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Well, the Bears are down 4-1. to one. They need to put together some runs here in the last two innings as we head to the top of the sixth. And they will send to the plate Shane Weaver, Aaron Spidell, and Steven Spidell. These two teams will face off again tomorrow at Waynedale for the second of this two-game set. Chippewa on top of the conference with a 5-1 and one mark. The Bears are in second place with a 4-1 record. And the first pitch to Weaver is outside, ball one. Shane in the right-handed batter's box. The 1-0 pitch is down low. 2-0 now, now the count. And Zorodnik now is not as pinpoint with his control as he was earlier in the game. He may be tiring as the temperature is up near 78 degrees. The 2-0 pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. 2-1 now the count. The wind and the 2-1 pitch to Weaver is down in the dirt. Nice backhanded stop by Brown. And the count is now 3-1. Aaron Spidell is on deck. Into the line is Zrodnik, and the 3-1 pitch to the plate is swung on and missed by Weaver. He had the green light on 3-1, and and the count is now full. First time today that Zrodnik has gone full on a batter. And the payoff pitch swung on and fouled back out of play over the first base dugout. Just a gorgeous day out here. 
and it's supposed to be this way the next couple of days, and then Thursday, they're expecting rain. And the payoff pitch to Weaver. Outside ball four, so the leadoff man walks. Weaver is on at first base. And that brings to the plate Aaron Spidell. That is the third walk of the ball game given up by Zorodnik. Aaron Spidell, 0 for 2, grounded out to short both times. Weaver in first place, not a threat to steal. And the pitch is a called strike at the belt. 0-1 the count to Aaron. His brother, Steven, is on deck. Aaron levels the aluminum, and the 0-1 pitch is outside a curveball. Zorodnik tried to get him to chase it, and Spidell stayed off of it. The count evens at 1-1. One one. Zorodnik has been battling the Bears all afternoon, and the 1-1 pitch to Spidell swung on, and a base hit out into center field. Rounding second and holding right there is Shane Weaver. So the Bears have something going. The first two men on here in the top of the sixth inning. And it brings the tying run to the plate in Steven Spidell. Weaver at second. Aaron Spidell at first base. The Bears have not had a home run this year. This would be a perfect time for one. <laughs> Down 4-1 to one here in the sixth. Weaver, the lead runner, at second base. With Spidell right behind him at first. Zorodnik comes set. D Steven Spidell squares the butt, pulls the bat back, takes it inside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Marcus Schlebaugh is on deck. Steven Spidell is flied to right and grounded to second his two times up. And the next pitch is swung on and popped up out behind second base. Sales goes back. He's calling for it. Now coming in is Bailey. He's going to take it as he calls off Sales, and he grabs it in short right field. And the runners will hold. So one down as Spidell flies out to right, and it brings to the plate Marcus Schlebaugh. Schlebaugh has singled and struck out. So he's one for two this afternoon with a run scored. Manny Camacho is on deck. Zorodnik with runners at first and second. With one down, Schlebaugh swings at a curveball over the top of it and misses it. 0-1 the count. Weaver started off the inning by walking, and then Spidell got a base hit to center. So runners at first and second, one down, and the 0-1 pitch. And Zorodnik steps off the back of the rubber, and I think the home plate umpire just called a ball, and he did. Home plate umpire called a balk, so that'll move Weaver to sec to third and Spidell to second. I don't think Zorodnik liked the call, but Ben Himes isn't arguing about it whatsoever, so the balk moves the runners up to second and third. And Schlebaugh, still 0-1 the count, pitches, swung and bounced the ball Right behind the bag at second. Ellis picks it up. He throws the first in time, but scoring on the play is Weaver. And it's 4-2, to two, taking third is Aaron Spidell. So Schlebaugh went to the right side and bounced out to short. But he'll get an RBI on the play. As coming home to score is Shane Weaver. And Aaron Spidell has moved 
to third base, and it brings up Manny Camacho with a runner at third and two down. And Camacho takes that high and outside, ball one. So the balk helps the Bears out. Otherwise, that might have been a double play. And the 1-0 pitch to Camacho. Swung on fly ball. Tapped up near the third base dugout. Running over is Ellison Brown. And did either one of them? Yes, Brown caught or checked that. Suso at third base caught the ball sliding into the Bears dugout. So Camacho fouls out to the third baseman in foul territory on the second. Excellent defensive play by the Chips this afternoon. But the Bears get a run on one base hit. They leave one man on and no Chippewa errors. And as we head to the bottom of the sixth, your score, it is Chippewa four and the Bears two. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your Flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork be inspired. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, here's another key inning for the Bears. They've got to get out of this inning and head to the top of the seventh, down by just two. It's 4-2 to two, Chippewa. Chippewa got out early in this ball game with a run in the first, a run in the second, and then two in the fourth. And the Bears have been chipping away at it in the fifth and sixth with a run each. They're down 4-2, to two, and Evan Reidenbaugh's got to keep it right there. And he will face James Hugland, Vince Suso, and then the top of the batting order, Jerry Bennett. Hugland has struck out looking and been hit by a pitch, and then he came around to score. So he will step into the batter's box. Hugland, right-handed batter. And Rydenbaugh's first pitch of the inning is up high and in tight. Backs Hugland off the plate. Want to know the count. Hugland the DH today for Zorodnik. And the 1-0 pitch is in tight again. 2-0. So Aaron pitching him high and in tight. The first two pitches of this at bat. The wind and the 2-0 pitch by Rydenbaugh. That pitch is swung on and tapped foul behind the plate. 2-1 and one now the count to Hugland. Hugland, right-handed batter, steps back into the batter's box. The 2-1 pitch delivery from Evan Rydenbaugh swung on and grounded wide of third and foul. Just outside the bag at third. And the count evens itself with two balls, two strikes. Left fielder Vince Suso is on deck for the chips. And the wind by Rydenbaugh and the pitch is upstairs, just up high. And the count now is full at three and two. 
And ironically, that's the first full count that Reidenbaugh has had today. And the payoff pitch to the plate. Outside, ball four. So Hugland walks. And he'll take first base. So nobody down. Reidenbaugh walks the leadoff man, and it brings up Vince Suso, the number nine hitter. Suso, right-handed batter, singled his first time up to center and grounded out to first base his last time up. He squares the bunt, drops it down the third base side, coming in as Schleybaugh picks it up, throws the first down the right field line. Wanzik will go over and pick it up, rounding second and going on to third is Hugland on the air. That's the first error of the game on the Bears today against either team today. So now runners are at first and third with nobody down in the bottom of the sixth inning. And now Evan Reidenbaugh has really got to do a good job of pitching here. Because now he's got runners at first and third and it brings to the plate the top of the order in Jerry Bennett. Bennett reached on an infield single his last time up, so he is one for three this afternoon. And this time he comes up with runners in scoring position. Reidenbaugh eyes the runners, comes set, checks the runner at first. He's holding, and that pitch is over at the knees, called strike. Owen won the count to Jerry Bennett. Bennett's been down on the count each time he's come up to the plate today. And the 0-1 pitch swung on and fly ball out to center field. And it's going to drop for a base hit. Camacho is going to get it back into second base. But coming home to score on the RBI single is James Huglin. And it's now 5-2. Chippewa on top of it. Holding it second is Vince Suso on the base hit to center field. By Jerry Bennett, his second hit of the afternoon. And Justin McDowell standing in that third base dugout trying to decide should he pull Reidenbaugh or not. And right now he's going to stick with the righty. Luke Brown is up to the plate. And Brown takes that pitch outside, ball one. Brown is homer, doubled, and walked. So he is two for two. Runners at first and second for the chips. And the pitch is down low, ball two. Evan having a tough time finding the strike zone, and when he does, Chippewa has hit him. And now the Bears are going to send some people down the left field line into the bullpen. That pitch by Brown is swung on and grounded to short. Picked up by Strasbaugh. The throw across will be in time to get the runner, Brown, but the runners will advance to second and third. Suso goes to third, and Bennett goes to second. Now there's one down on the ground out by Luke Brown to short. And it brings to the plate P.J. Suso. Suso, the third baseman, is 0 for 3 in the ball game, And he's the number 3 hitter. Zach Bailey is on deck. But first base is open. And Reidenball, with runners at second and third, still one down. Comes set. That pitch is swung on and fouled out of play over the beyond the first base dugout. Owen won the count. 
Suso is fly to center, grounded is short, fly to left. Rydenbaugh peering in for the sign from his catcher Aaron Spidell. Now he comes set, and the 0-1 pitch is swung on and a fly ball down the right field line, giving chase as Wanzik, but it'll go out of play. And the count now is 0-2. Difficult to pick up the baseball from out here at Chippewa with the woods behind, and it's it's hard to see. I believe warming up down the right field line for the Bears. Take a look at that here in a second. That pitch is down low. And that is Parker Snyder. Parker Snyder's warming up down the left field line for the Bears in the bullpen. He's coming back from surgery, but he's back and throwing down the bullpen. And that pitch called strike three on P.J. Sousa. So the strikeout means there's two outs, still runners at second and third. That is the third strikeout of the afternoon for Evan Reidenbaugh. And now Justin McDowell is going to come to the plate. And let's see if they decide to walk Zach Bailey with runners at second and third and first base open. Nope, they're going to pull Reidenbaugh. And they are going to bring in Parker Snyder. So there's a timeout on the field. We've got a pitching change. Parker Snyder will come in. Your score here in the bottom of the sixth inning with two down. It is Chippewa 5, Waynedale 2. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Well, Parker Snyder comes into the ball game here this afternoon. And as we check the stats on him, this is his first appearance of the season. Of course, he's coming back from some surgery that he had early in the year. So he has not pitched in a game so far this season. But he's coming in to relieve Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh. Leaves with runners at second and third. Those are his responsibilities. He's gone five and two-thirds innings, giving up five runs so far on five hits in the game. He walked three batters in the contest, and he struck out three. So Reidenbaugh on the hook for the loss here this afternoon, and he hit one batter. But the two runners on at second and third are his responsibility. Parker Snyder last year was the lone left-hander on the pitching staff for the Bears, as he is this year also for Waynedale. And he's coming in specifically to go lefty against lefty with Zach Bailey. Bailey, the only left-handed hitter in the Chips lineup. And Bailey comes to the plate, 0 for 2 in the ballgame with a walk sandwiched in between. But this is a big out for the Bears as they want to go in only down by three in the top of the seventh inning. So Snyder's got his warm-ups in. Suso is at third. Bennett is at second. Two down, Zach Bailey up to the plate. Grounded out to first his last time up. Snyder peers in for the sign. Comes set. And the left-hander deals to the plate. 
That is a curveball over at the knees, called strike one, and that is where he is tough. If he can get that curveball over at the knees to people, he is a tough hombre to hit. 0-1 the count. Snyder gets the sign and delivers to Zach Bailey. That pitch is swung on. Fly ball, right field going back is Wanzik to his right, and it is off the fence. Wanzik picks it up. He's going to get it back into second base and going into second with a stand-up double is Zach Bailey. And they score two more runs, and it is now 7-2. to Big two-out double by Zach Bailey here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Drives home two runs. And Chippewa now leads it by a score of 7-2. to And that will bring to the plate Trent Harrell. The powerful right-handed hitter for Chippewa, who is one for three this afternoon. So the runner at second base is Zach Bailey after the double to right center. And Snyder pitches it into Harrell, and it is down low, ball one. Tough spot for Parker Snyder to come into, being his first appearance. And Zach Bailey... Made him pay. 1-0 the count now to Trent Harrell. On deck is Drew Ellis. And that pitch is swung on and missed. Harrell going for the curveball offering. Count evens 1-1. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. It is 7-2. Chippewa on top of it. Now Aaron Spidell is coming out to the mound. And wants to have a talk with Parker Snyder. I think he just wants to get the sign straight. And now he'll turn around and walk back toward, towards home plate. One and one the count to Harrell. Runner at second is Bailey. Two down here in the bottom of the sixth. Into the set is Snyder. And he deals the one one. Swung on and lined into right field and out of play. As Wanzik couldn't catch up to it. And the count is now one and two. Harrell grounded out to the mound, struck out, and then singled to left. Coming to the set is Snyder. And the 1-2 pitch to Harrell is swung on and grounded to short. Picked up by Strasbaugh. Bobbles it, gets it back, throws it to first base in time. And Harrell tripped over the bag at first base and... That'll do it here at the end of the sixth inning of play. But in the inning, for the Chips, they come up with three runs on two big base hits and one man left on base. And as we head to the seventh, your score, Chippewa 7, Waynedale 2. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. 
I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Well, Greg Zorodnik for the Chips is going to go for the complete game. They lead it 7-2, to two, and he's going to be facing off with Jarrett Wanzik, then the top of the order, Nick Strasbaugh and Ryan Weaver. Zorodnik throws the first pitch over at the knees on the outside corner to Wanzik. 0-1 the count. 7-2, Chips came up with three runs in the bottom of the sixth inning. And that pitch is swung on and grounded wide of second, but Sales picks it up and throws it to first base in time to get Wanzik. So there's one away here in the top of the seventh inning. These two teams will face off again tomorrow night, and we'll be on the air with the broadcast at 445. Maybe a little bit earlier if they get it underway like they did tonight. Nick Strasbaugh coming up to the plate. He has singled and walked twice with a stolen base. Drove home a run. And that pitch is outside. Ball one. Now Zorodnik can go back to the way he was pitching Murley in the game, which is pitches outside. That pitch is grounded to short. Picked up by Ellis. He'll throw across, and it will be in time to get Nick Strasbaugh at first base. So two up, two away. Here in the seventh inning, and it brings up Ryan Weaver, the Bears' last shot. Down by five. Weaver in the ballgame has reached on a fielder's choice, struck out, and grounded to short. So he's 0 for 3 in the game. And he takes that pitch down low, ball one. 1 0 the count. Zorodnik comes set. And the pitch to the plate. Called strike at the knees. One and one the count. And the pitch. Weaver tops it out into left field for a base hit. And excuse me, Strasbaugh was safe at first base, and he takes second. So the Bears have something going here in the top of the seventh inning as Strasbaugh reached at first base and then Weaver got a base at the left field so the Bears have something going here as Weaver with runners at first and second one man down and it brings up Evan Reidenbaugh to the plate no check it is Parker Snyder Snyder is in to bat and he takes that one low ball one well let's Snyder swings and grounds it to short. Ellis, it's going to go into left field. Goes by him. Now the Bears have bases loaded and one man down. As Snyder got the base hit into left field. And that will bring up Shane Weaver to the plate. So the Bears not going quietly into the night. They've got Strasbaugh at third, Weaver at second, and, and Snyder at first. And Ben Himes is going to come to the mound and have a chat with his starting pitcher, Greg Zorodnik. Shane Weaver is coming up now, and he represents the represents an opportunity for the Bears to pull within one if he can get one out of here. 
This is the way these games went last year with Chippewa, although most of them, except for the first one, were one-run affairs. Chippewa would get a lead, and the Bears would just chip away, pardon the pun. So Weaver will come up with the bases loaded, and Ben Himes is going to leave Zorodnik in the game. Bases loaded, one down. And Weaver to the plate. Shane is one for two with a walk and a run scored. And the pitch to Weaver. Swung on and missed on a curveball from Zorodnik. Owen won the count. He was way ahead of that pitch. Owen won. Aaron Spidell is on deck. Zorodnik checks the runners. He's working out of the stretch with the bases loaded. And the pitch. It hit him. Hit him in the left knee, and that'll score a run as Strasball will come home to score. Weaver gets hit by the pitch, and it is to 7-3. Chippewa leads it now by four as Snyder goes to third. Weaver, check that. Weaver goes to third. Snyder goes to second, and now Shane Weaver is at first base, and that brings up Aaron Spidell. Spidell in the ball game is grounded to short twice and singled to left. So he's one for three. Zorodnik again out of the one, out of the stretch and that pitch is a called strike at the knees over the outside corner. Owen won the count. Steven Spidell is on deck. Coming set is Zorodnik. The 0-1 pitch to Spidell. Called strike two. So 0-2 the count now to Aaron Spidell. One down here in the top of the seventh. Chippewa leads it 7-3. The 0-2 pitch. Curveball swung on. Bounce past the mound. Grabs near second. His sails. He bobbled the ball and can't get anybody out. So the bases stay loaded. Coming home to score is Ryan Weaver. And it's 7-4. That is the first error of the game against Chippewa. And Aaron Spidell reaches on the error, E4. And the bases are still loaded. Snyder goes to third. Shane Weaver is at second. Aaron Spidell is at first. And Steven Spidell is up with one out. And it is a 7-4 ball game. And the pitch to Steven Spidell swung on, grounded wide at third. Nice play by Suso. He's going to pick it up, throw home in time to get the runner coming home from third in Parker Snyder. And, boy, that was a close one. And Justin McDowell is going to come down and have a chat with a home plate umpire. Wow, that was a close play at home on the fielder's choice. Suso throws out Snyder at home, and the bases remain loaded. And now there are two down. And that brings to the plate Marcus Schlebaugh. Shane Weaver is at third. Aaron Spidell at second. Steven Spidell at first. And Marcus Schlebaugh is up now with two outs. And the base is still loaded. Seven to four ball game. Coming set is Zorodnik. And the pitch to Schlebaugh is a strike at the knees. And I don't know, but it appears to me from out here the strike zone has gotten wider as the outs have dwindled. Owen won the count to Schlebaugh. And the pitch swung on and grounded fouled back to the backstop. And the count now is 0-2. 
Schlebaugh steps in. Bases are still loaded for the Bears. Two outs, but now the count is 0-2. On deck is Camacho. Zorodnik comes set. And the 0-2 pitch swung on and grounded into center field. Nice into center field coming home to score. Are two more runs, and the ball gets by the catcher. Rounding second and going into third base is Steven Spidell. So the tying run is at third base as the Bears, Shane Weaver and Aaron Spidell, come home to score, and it's 7-6. to six. So the Bears battling back here in this one on a base hit to center field by Marcus Schlebaugh. Driving home two runs, and the tying run is a third, and Steven Spidell. And now Ben Himes comes to the mound, and they're still having a chat with Zorodnik, and they're going to stay with him. Ben Himes did not come to the mound. They're just, Suso and Ellis came to the mound to talk to him. So let's see. That is not Manny Camacho. Who is that coming up to the Parker Snyder? This is Snyder. So Snyder coming up, and he takes a strike. So Snyder, it's really tough to see the numbers out here. We're out in left field. So Snyder, 0-1 the count. That pitch taken down low, ball one. 1-1 the count. So Snyder came in for Camacho, and Rydenball went to center. That's how they made that maneuver. And the 1-1 pitch swung on, and lined right into the glove of Trent Harrell, and that'll do it. So the Bears cause a lot of noise here in the top half of the seventh inning. They score four runs and draw to within one, but they cannot get the tying run. And the final score here this afternoon, it is Chippewa 7, Waynedale 6. We'll be back to wrap things up from Chippewa after this. Schools around Ohio take their sports very seriously. A possible concussion is also something to take very seriously. It's the law of the land with the passage of Ohio House Bill 143. This is Randy Reinhart with a reminder that OHSAA member schools and all youth sports organizations must follow state law when a possible concussion has been sustained. Please remember that multiple concussions in a short amount of time can be fatal. For symptoms and the OHSAA's concussion policy, law Log on to OHSAA.org and click on Sports Medicine. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, the Bears fall in this one by a final score of 7-6. to six. Boy, they put on quite a effort in the top of the seventh inning, scoring four runs on three hits. They left two men on base in that seventh inning to draw within one, but they just could not get the tying run across. The Bears' record now goes to 7-4 and four overall. They're 4-2 and two in conference play, while the Chips now are 10-2 and two overall, and they are 6-1 and one in conference play, and they are a game and a half ahead of the Bears. These two teams will play again tomorrow night at home at Waynedale in the second game 
of a two-game set. The winning pitcher, Greg Zaradnik for the Chips, and the losing pitcher is Evan Reidenbaugh here this evening for the Waynedale Golden Bears. We'll wrap things up from Chippewa right after this timeout. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. Well, the Bears fall in this one. Your final line score here this evening from Chippewa. For Chippewa, they had seven runs on nine hits, one error. They left eight men on base. For Waynedale, they had six runs on seven hits, one error, and they left eight men on base also. Chippewa got on top of it with one run in the bottom of the first inning. They added a second one in the second inning to lead it 2-0. And heading into the fourth inning, it was still 2-0, and the Chips came up with two more runs in the bottom of the fourth to lead it 4-0. And then the Bears started to chip away. They got one run in the fifth. When Marcus Schleyball led off with the single, Manny Camacho was hit by a pitch. Jarrett Wanzik popped out to shortstop. And then Nick Strasbaugh got a base hit to drive home Marcus Schleybaugh, and that gave the Bears their first run of the ball game. They scored another run in the sixth and then came up with seven runs in the seventh inning of play. Jarrett Wanzik led it off in the seventh with a grounder to second for one away. Then Nick Strasbaugh reached on an error. Ryan Weaver got a base hit to center field. Evan Reidenbaugh got a base hit to center field. And that had the bases loaded. Shane Weaver got hit by a pitch, and that scored the first run. Aaron Spidell then reached on an error. That scored the second run. And then Marcus Schleybaugh, after a fielder's choice by Steven Spidell, played the third run, got a base hit to drive home Aaron Spidell, and that made it 7-6. to seven to six. And Manny and check out Parker Snyder came up to the plate with two men down and the tying run at third base, and he grounded out to first base, and that was the end of the ball game. So, Evan Reidenbaugh, your losing pitcher. Greg Zorodnik, your winning pitcher. We'll wrap things up from Chippewa after this final timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza. On the square of Fredericksburg, like us on Facebook, 695-7111. Well, this was a good one here this afternoon as the Bears ended up losing at 7-6, to but maybe they can take a little bit of what happened in that seventh inning and pepper it up and put it into a victory tomorrow night at Waynedale High School. We'll be back on the air tomorrow night with you from Waynedale. With the game time beginning at 5 o'clock, we'll be on the air with the pregame show at about 4.45. We'll join you then from Waynedale High School. And don't forget, coming up tonight at 9 o'clock, the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show. Mark Donahue and I will talk about the Cleveland Indians and the Cincinnati Reds. That's at 9 o'clock here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Our thanks to Chris Lapish and Justin McDowell for helping us out here this afternoon from Waynedale. Ben Himes and Drew Conyers at Chippewa High School. Our thanks to Greg Mitchell, but most of all, our thanks to you for listening here this afternoon. Once again, your final score today, it was the Chippewa Chip 7 and Waynedale 6. I'm Dave Mitchell. Until tomorrow afternoon, have a good afternoon, everybody.
You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Wayndale Golden Bears Baseball. Today's game has been brought to you by the Shout Brothers Farms, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on Connie Road 192, Yoder Builders, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905, Lem's Pizza on the Square in Fredericksburg, call 695-7111. Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970. The Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. And by Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Wayndale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com.